Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Exercise Engineer. This week I'm going to be talking to you guys about 10 things that I learnt during surf camp while I've been in Australia, which doesn't include surfing. Like that's not included in the 10 things that I learnt because, okay, I'm just going to get straight in. Number one, it turns out I'm not the natural I thought I was going to be, um, which is, it's quite frustrating at times because I do put a lot of pressure on myself to be good at stuff straight away because I think there's a certain expectation to be good at everything straight away. Um, I'm not really sure where that comes from. Um, I don't know if that was from school or uni. I think a lot of people do just assume that I'm going to be naturally quite good at stuff, especially when it comes to like a fitness things and activities like that, um, which is absolutely fine. And I also think that like the expectation on myself and from my friends, family is definitely there. And it can be mentally quite challenging um, when the, when I'm not a natural like I thought I was going to be. But what I can say is that I gave it my best shot, um, which is such a crucial thing. As long as you are trying your best all the time. And I I called myself out on the Tuesday when I really wasn't enjoying it. I was just, I wasn't attempting to get up on my board. Like I could probably count on my hands how many times I actually tried to stand up on it and like actually try and catch the wave. Whereas some people, were just bashing through them. And they, I reckon they hit maybe 50 times when I was like chilling on like six or seven times that I've actually attempted to like catch the word, never mind trying to stand up on it. So it's definitely a repetition thing. Like the, I can't expect to get good at it just watching other people do it. You've just got to keep practicing yourself. And I did, I called myself out on the Tuesday. I was like, right, Louise, Wednesday you are waking up with a different mindset because you've paid good money for this, get it done and just attack it. Attack it like no other. And I did so much better on the Wednesday and then went on to enjoy it Thursday, Friday as well because I realised that I wasn't giving it my best shot. And I would have been so gutted if I got to the end of that week and realised that I hadn't given it my all. And I would have been, I would have really, really been disappointed in myself. Like I would prefer to give it my best shot, give it 100% and still not be good at it by the end of the week rather than mm, half-heartedly do it and be half-heartedly good at it. Like knowing that I tried my best is all I need to do. And that sounds really, really, eh, but it is so true. But like, I think your capacity, like sometimes your capacity can only be at like 20%. If you're having like a really off day and you're not actually, you're not feeling 100%, but you can still commit 100% because you can commit to your 20%. If you're feeling 20%, you can still do your best with what you're working with. And it's exactly the same for fat loss. Like what can you do on those days that you can still recover from. Like, don't beat yourself up about it if you're not feeling 100%, but still give it your best for that day. And if your best is only 8,000 steps when you usually hit 12,000, it's still much better than what you would have done if you'd have just listened and been like, nah, I'm just going to do one or 2,000 today. That's just an example. But like, uh, the I gave it my best shot analogy you can apply that to coaching too like if you're paying 
for coaching. Oh, you're part of my challenge. Like, I want you giving 100% because it's it's the clients that fully immerse themselves in the challenges or my programs and they're the ones that do the best they get the best results and then they're often the the people that are most satisfied with the program or more satisfied with themselves because they know that they couldn't have given it any more than they did so when i pulled myself out of it on the on the wednesday i was like right okay what can i do to make sure that i I'm 100% happy at the end of the week that I've given this my best shot. So that's the sort of mentality. And it is sometimes flipping it and being like, just just go for it. Like, suck it up and just get on with it. And I really, I had to give myself like a little pep talk on that Tuesday night and Wednesday morning. Been like, we're not having any of that shit that we ended up with yesterday. We're not doing that. Crack on, get good at it and just give it your best shot. It doesn't matter if you're not like good at it. As long as I was trying my best, I would have been happy. But like expectation can play such a large role in satisfaction. Like if you expect to do well, chances are you will because you believe that you can and you like that's half the battle. But if your expectations are slightly incorrect, like I, I expected to just be able to surf straight away, like another example like fat loss is going to be easier now i have a coach like yes and no because you've still got to do all the hard work like i've done and will do everything in my power to help you get results and be the support that you need but i can't physically put in the hard work for you i can't physically do the workouts for i mean i have done the workout for you I've filmed it, but you've still got to do it for you. You've still got to stick to your calories. You've still got to stick to your protein and choose good habits throughout the day. So that's what that was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. That's only lesson number one. But you see what I'm getting at. Just give things your best shot. And even if you're on off days, don't throw the towel in altogether. Do the best that you can do on that day whoa sorry for the motorbike if you can hear that that's so loud okay number two lesson from surf camp giant jenga apparently makes me the most anxious person on this planet oh my god i have never hated a game so much sorry i'm using the word hate quite a lot but like I was so anxious. I did not want to play that game at all. I don't know what it was, but like the pressure of everyone watching, knowing that it can be you that makes it all come crashing down. Like we were doing it like as a team and I don't want to disappoint everyone else that's playing because if I make it fall down, the game's over and then you have to start again. And that's just a bit, the first bit's always crap. So I was just, I don't know why. It was really, really getting to me though. Like I very, very rarely feel anxious, especially when it comes to games, but that was like next like next level, next level anxiousness. But I think it's like sort of related to accountability and like having a coach or a team of people that you're doing the workouts alongside because like you, you get it done because they're watching, they're cheering you on, they want you to do well. So you wanna do well for yourself as well. You don't want them, like you don't wanna knock the tower down. You don't wanna be the only one not doing the workouts in the group. You don't want to let the whole team down in that case. And it it's really bizarre how anxious I felt. Maybe it was because we had um, 
forfeits attached to <laughs> whoever knocks it down. So that's also another, that's another thing that makes you anxious. Like, oh my God, I don't want to do that forfeit. I don't want it to fall down. But yeah, they're like everyone else is cheering you on. No one else wants you to make it fall down unless you're the next person in the circle and you know you've got to go next. Uh, they're the only people that are rooting for you to knock it down. So <laughs> let's not apply that bit to fat loss, but yeah, to actually, yeah. Let's somehow twist that as well. So the people that don't want you to succeed are probably the people that know that they're gonna have to do it as well in order to succeed. Oh my God, this is revolutionary. So the people in your friendship group that know they need to lose fat, but aren't doing anything about it, and they aren't supporting you in your fat loss journey because they know that they can't do it themselves, Oh my God, that's a, that's another little tangent on the Jenga. The person who is also in the same boat as you, who isn't putting in the work, don't, doesn't want you to succeed because they know they're gonna get left behind and they're gonna be the one with the forfeit. Boom, love an analogy. Let me know if that worked. I'm not sure, I'm really not sure, but I like it anyway. Okay, number three, beach running is ridiculously hard like that beach run that i did on the first morning so i ran 9k on the beach with my little roommate um because it was part of her training plan um it was hard work guys like it's really really hard like thinking back to it really hard <laughs> But we got it done because it was in the plan and we had each other to stay accountable. Like running buddies is so, so crucial um, or sticking to a plan or having a coach. I did a full other podcast on how to get into running or how to prepare for a marathon or something like that. Like I've done two full other episodes on that. So if you wanna read those, I would definitely go recommend listening to those where I go into a lot more detail in specifically running. But I think for anything, having a plan and sticking to it is crucial to achieving any goal. Like att attempting something a bit willy-nilly, you're not gonna really stick to it, are you? Like we could have easily turned round. We both said at 3K, we could have both turned round. It got to 2.5K, she said we're 2.5K in. I thought, Christ, we've got so much further to go. It was the slowest pace I've ever run, ever. Like ever. I think our average was 730 kilometres and an hour something oh my gosh it was it was ridiculous considering we both usually run at five kilometers an hour that's quite a big difference but like having that plan set in place meant that she wasn't gonna do any less and the accountability of me being there meant that she wasn't going to do any less and vice versa i couldn't turn back because i knew she wasn't going to turn back so having that buddy and the plan and that accountability really makes you stick through the hard times it was like i cannot explain how difficult it was but you just get it done i would recommend if you want a really good leg burn running on the beach insane absolutely insane okay number four walking in wetsuits this one isn't really linked to fat loss i've not worked out how to link it yet but we'll see walking in wetsuits will give you chafe in areas you didn't know you could get chafe 
oh my goodness, I wish someone had told me this, but like this might be way too much information, a little bit TMI, but I feel like I need to warn people because nobody warned us. Like all the girls in the camp suffered from this quite severely. So if I were you, I and you were going on a five, maybe even three, three or five day surf camp, I would recommend that you wear different shaped underwear or swimwear so that it's not rubbing in the same place every single day and take plenty, plenty of Vaseline. You are welcome. Thank me for that later. That will save your life and your butt. <laughs> Serious. But like, okay, tenuous link to exercise. Prepare for exercise a lot more than you think. Okay, so we need to warm up. We need to research where you're going. Do you need supplements? Do you need water? A towel? Have you set Strava? Are you fueled well enough? Do you have time to do it all properly? Is there a technique that you need to learn? Have you done your research is pretty much what I'm getting at. If I'd have done my research, I might have found that wetsuits that don't fit you properly will give you chafe and it bloody hurts and it will scab and then bleed all over various carpets the next following week. So please learn from my mistake and do your research before you start exercising. Good example for this is actually the marathon that I did. I always bring up the marathon, but there's so many lessons to be learned from this marathon. So when I did the marathon, I wasn't going to, but I did my research into what we need and I read on the list Vaseline. I was like, what on earth is that for? I did a little bit more research, delved a bit deeper, went down into a bit of a rabbit hole, found chafe which I hadn't experienced yet on any of my long runs, but crikey, I needed it. The chafe came through thick and fast because it was raining. So actually, it was really good. And also I read that if you put Vaseline on your eyebrows, it'll stop your sweat from your forehead dripping into your eyes. And it bloody worked. It was insane. It was literally like falling down my forehead and it just got to my eyebrows and stopped. I know that's technically what eyebrows are for, but eyebrows with Vaseline in work extra well. So yeah, prepare, do your research before you do any event or you go set off for a run, make sure you know your route. Have you got enough supplements on you? Are you going for more than 10k? Do you need to take fuel? Have you fueled before? I could go on and on and on, but just make sure you do your research, please. Just do your research. It takes 10 minutes. That, that would have saved me a lot of pain and a lot of chafe, faffing, hassle since. Okay, number five. This is quite um, a difficult one for me because um, having looked back at some of the photographs and the videos of me surfing, I looked like a walking seal in a wetsuit. Not quite the Catwoman vibe I was going for. Um, and this actually really hurt me. Um, I felt when I was walking around in it, I actually felt quite sexy in my wetsuit. And then I looked back at the photos and I was like, oh my God, no, 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 no. I absolutely hated the photos, like to the point that I wasn't even gonna post them. I didn't want anyone to see these photos pretty much. And it's not like, it's not the end of the world. Like they're not even that bad. I, well, I didn't post the, the worst ones, but like I, it's not the end of the world. Like. I'm gonna look back 
in 5, 10, 20 or even 40 years time I'm going to look back at those photos and remember what an amazing time I had and probably think that I look great in that wetsuit like because I certainly won't look like that when I'm 65 or maybe I will who knows but the point is like just remember to enjoy the journey don't fix it too much about what you look like and I know that's easier said than done because I see I still look I really, really don't like those photos, but I still posted them because like, it, it's more of the memory and other people think I look great, so that's fine. But it's not, you're not doing it for them. You're not doing it for you either. Just do it. Wow, I'm really going off on a tangent here. I'm so sorry. But I think it's, it's just not the end of the world. I remember feeling so rank when I saw those photos, but they're not bad. They're really not bad. I've had another look and it's not the end of the world. Just get a grip and remember the memories that you've built on the back of those photographs, not the actual photographs. But saying that again, the moral, I think you can also use this as motivation. So I have since done something not I've not done I've not made any drastic changes but I've thought right I could lose a few pounds on the back of this because we ate ridiculous amounts during that surf camp because we were burning ridiculous amounts paddling out so yes I was probably burning a lot of calories but I was probably eating more and I came back feeling a little bit fluffy so I have definitely taken action like if you're not happy with the way the photos look take action like I actually get a lot of clients either about to go on holiday because they don't like how they look or actually when they come back off holiday as well because they didn't feel comfortable the whole time or they've looked back at photos and thought oh my god no don't like it want to do something about it and that's absolutely fine if you use it as motivation like it's so normal to feel that like looking at a few photos of yourself from holiday there's always going to be some extra bad angles where it's like oh crikey can we just delete that um but yeah you could use it as motivation to just do something about it especially while it's fresh because remember nothing changes if nothing changes if you come back off that holiday and go straight back into your normal life then chances are you're not going to lose anywhere or feel any better on the next holiday until you find the next horrendous diet and tr attempt it two weeks before your next holiday which then fails because it's unrealistic and you are restricting yourself far too much and yeah just use it to kickstart a new lifestyle instead of going in and out of all of these fad diets feeling shit about yourself and then starving yourself and then it's just like an awful cycle if you just change a few really small habits. So a couple of habits that I've changed is not eating at my set meal times. And I know this might be a little bit what like against what other coaches say, but I'm just trialing something new for myself because usually I'm very strict with my meal times. It literally hits 12 and I'm like, right, lunchtime, need to eat. When maybe I'm not actually hungry or like I snack a lot as well so I'm trying not to snack in between meals um, getting extra steps in just going for that extra walk on an evening um, 
just getting outside more as well like getting actually just genuinely more fresh air it's so easy to just sit inside um especially now i've got i know technically more of a desk job but like online coaching is surprisingly more of a desk job like you do spend a lot of time on your laptop on your phone creating reels one-to-one check-ins making programs like it is a lot of actually online work believe it or not online coaching and i know i sound surprised <laughs> but anyway um i can't remember where i was going with that now oh yeah a few minor changes like so my meal times i'm just eating when i'm hungry now which is interesting because when i was at work i felt hungry all the time because I don't know if that was just at a desk, more habitual snacking at the desk, knowing that my lunch is coming soon, having a coffee, more snacks, always office biscuits on the go. Like there are a lot of things in an office that makes you either bored and therefore eat more or just exposed to it all, so therefore eat more. So I'm trying to really focus in on my actual hunger levels and listening to my body a little bit more as well so i'll let you know how that goes i might do a, a, a follow-up episode on that um let you know how it's going but yeah i've done something off the back of seeing those photos because i thought no do you know what i'm not actually happy with how i'm looking at the moment i was just letting it slide um so yeah use it as motivation kickstart something join a club do something about it if you're not happy because nothing changes if nothing changes okay number six there are pull-up bars everywhere in australia like literally everywhere every park you walk in there's a pull-up bar or on the side of the street there's pull-up bars maybe it's not just pull-up bars but like little outdoor gyms um little playgrounds like there are they are literally everywhere and i think the uk could really learn something from this because the easier it is to practice something or the easier it is to do a habit or do anything the more likely it is that you're going to do it so literally every time i walk past a pull-up bar i do a few pull-ups because it's there you might as well practice makes perfect like keep improving every single day the minute you walk past something do it just just do it so it's like the same as any habit so make it as easy as possible like i've discussed this before but like leave your workout stuff ready to go have you meal prepped you're more likely to stick to healthy eating like go to the gym on your way to work or on your way back from work before you get in because once you get in you're less likely to do it unless even better you're doing home workouts and you get it done before your day even starts like before you even leave the house get your workout done get it all laid out the night before know which workout you are doing like there are so many ways to make it cheaper like funner no faff it, you will save time if you are doing home workouts like get stronger from home with me there is more information in my instagram bio about my next six week challenge if we're currently in the middle of one then fill in the application form and add yourself to the waiting list you can also find this application form at the exerciseengineer.com just fill it in and i will get back to you um but yeah just if you're trying to build a habit or get rid of a habit, make it 
easier or make, if you're trying to break it, make it more difficult to do and you're less likely to do it. Um, okay, number seven. Ingesting litres of seawater doesn't make me vomit. Like, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of seawater that I ingested throughout the learning of surf camp over those five days. Like, I don't really know where I was going to go with this one, but the f like, seriously, the fear during a full wipeout on the surfboard is mental. Like, there was a lot of water ingested, lots of washing machine vibes. Like, I was seriously very scared and pretty much accepted death a couple of times during that. Um, little mini story. So we were actually paddling out to one of the green waves. So the little white waves at the front, the ones that have already broken, that's where we started. But the green waves to get to at the back are the big waves just before they break. That's where we were trying to get out to um, on the last couple of days. Um, the waves were just massive, like knocking me off my board, pulling me under. My board was pulling me through the water, like because it's attached to your ankle, like like at great speed as well. It was spinning. If you knocked off like mid dumpy wave, like it will take you under and spin you around, literally like a washing machine. Um, and I, I seriously, I thought that might be it. I accepted death a couple of times. It was quite scary actually. Um, but we powered on. We, you, you've literally got to get back up because the next wave's coming. You've got to get back on your board and generate an, as much power as possible to try and cut through the next wave. If you don't, that next wave is coming. It, there's no stopping that next wave and that will hit you even harder, take you under even harder. So you've just got to keep going. Um, so you've just got to power over the next wave after that, trying to get to the point past where the waves are breaking. So obviously the closer you get to that point, the bigger the waves are getting. And like I could see my instructor, what seemed like miles away, just like disappearing over the waves in front of me. And there was literally like one final wave to go. And like I was paddling so, so hard, like my shoulders were hurting and I have decently sized shoulders. So I don't know how some of the other girls were doing it. Like seriously, I was burning like crashing through that wave. And on the other side was literally peace. It was bizarre how you go from this manic, manic, manic paddling, like seriously panicked, panic mode. Like you're in fight or flight and it is literally like, you, you can either turn back or you are fighting these waves and you get to the other side and it is just pure peace. It is so, like, almost surreal. And I think that is a fantastic example of two things. So, number one, a fantastic example of fat loss in general because it is difficult. It's really difficult, but when you get to the other side, it's going to be so much worth it. And a fantastic example of delayed gratification. So, like, listening to the pain that we went through to get back to those green waves, you wouldn't have thought that I'd have chosen to do that again. Like d that, that story makes it seem like I did it once and then that was it. But I kept going back. I kept putting myself through that pain, through those near death experiences for what was on the other side. Like it was that amazing. And I did, I chose to do it over and over again. Um, 
And yes, it did get harder each time because you're already tired at that point. Shoulders are already fatigued. Um, but to be fair, I actually had to give up on my final attempt. I wasn't very happy that I gave up, but I wasn't getting anywhere and I was uh, I was only getting slower and slower and the waves were just wiping me out more and more to the point that there was no, I couldn't, I couldn't physically get to those green waves. There was nowhere. Like the, the more tired you get, the slower you get. So you're way, way, way less likely to actually reach it as well. So I did, I had to accept defeat on the final attempt, but I was more than happy with the progress that I'd made throughout those couple of days anyway. So I was fine by that. But the feeling, the beauty and like the pure peace on the other side, it was so, so worth it. And you can apply this to fat loss. So it might be painful. You might be hungry. Your legs might be burning. It might be raining outside, but the feeling and reward that you will get as a result of all your hard work will be so worth it. I promise it'll be so, so worth it. You'll feel healthier, fitter, stronger. You'll have more energy. You'll feel sexy again. Like you'll be happy to take photos on holiday again. Like I used to hate it when people got their cameras out on holiday. Like it is just the worst feeling. You're like, oh, don't take a picture of me. But you're on holiday, so you want to be in the photos, but also you don't want to be in your bikini, so you half cover yourself up. But no, you don't have to feel like that anymore. And you and there's, there's so many other benefits to it as well. So just commit to it and remind yourself of my little surf story there when times get really hard and you want to give up because it will be worth it and it will be hard. And actually, as I said, like it, it does get harder and harder the closer you are getting to your goal because you've got less and less fat to lose. So it makes it so much harder. It just, oh. There's, God, there's so many analogies when it comes to surfing. I love it. But yeah, just fully commit to it and know that it's going to be hard. Understand that it's going to be difficult, but it's going to be so worth it when you get to the other side. Just persevere. And that leads me into number eight, which is perseverance is so crucial for learning a new skill. Like I was out of the Monday to Friday of the whole surf camp. I was ready to quit on Tuesday. Even Monday. Like I was so ready to quit. I hated, I, I really hated it every minute of it. I was not enjoying it at all. Like if I'd have left when I was hurting it, I'd have left on the first day after sliding into a half already wetsuit, half already wet wetsuit. Like it was so gross and it smelt. And I was like, oh God, this is not for me at all. Like what good would that have done if I'd have just quit on that first day? Like, and actually one of, one of the main reasons for not quitting on the Monday or Tuesday was because I'd paid for it, believe it or not. Sometimes money is a great way to stick to something because there was no way I was skip one of those workouts, not workouts, lessons, because I paid for it. Like, that's why I think a lot of expensive coaching actually works because you've paid for it and you want to get your money's worth. So you fully commit to it. Like there was a few people that skipped a couple of the lessons, but there was no way that I was skipping anything. I was like, no way, I've paid for this, let's go. Um, and it is, it's a serious game changer. When you apply money to something, you're, you don't want to waste your, your hard earned money. So you will give it everything you've got. Um, 
Like I can give you free guides. I can give you all the knowledge in the world over podcasts and Instagram and all the free workouts in the world, but I can't do it for you. And usually if you're getting it for free, you're not really inclined to do them. Like it's, it seems bizarre because you're getting them for free. So yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I might as well do them. But you are way more likely to do them if you are committing a good amount of money to doing it. Like, and that's absolutely fine. I'm exactly the same. Like, I just, I'd love to give you all my workouts for free, thinking that people are going to do them and commit to them. But actually, I think less people would end up doing them because they've not paid for it. Or maybe they'd try one and then not do another one because you've not paid for them. Whereas, like, there's nothing drawing you to do them. Whereas if you've paid for them, you do more of them and then you get addicted to doing them. Like you, you don't get addicted to working out after one workout. So unless you just love my workouts, which is also a possibility because I know a lot of my clients have stayed purely for the workouts, not like don't come to any of the Q and A's anymore. Don't really get any coaching anymore, but they stay for the workouts and that's absolutely fine too. Um, but yeah, usually committing a good amount of money to something that is not me selling, saying that my coaching is expensive at all. If anything, my challenges are relatively cheap in terms of the fitness industry, but a lot of people still say to me, it's too expensive. But if you think about how much you're spending on a Saturday night, fitness coaching is ridiculously cheap compared to that. So just, just check it out. Just give it a chance and you will feel epic. Like, you'll feel so much better. So, we're getting to the end, guys. We're on number nine. Nine out of ten. And number ten's not really a full one. But number nine. So, surfers know about putting pineapple in burgers. I know this is a really random one, but I was really surprised. So, one of the meals that we got given while we were surfing was burgers. I don't know why I couldn't even say that then. Burgers. And towards the end where there was all the salad, there were pineapple rings. There was also beetroot, which I thought was quite rogue, but there was pineapple rings. And I have not met anyone else that puts pineapple in their burgers. I thought it was just a bread thing. Actually, no, I think it's just a my family thing. I don't know anyone else who does it, but surfers do it and they all knew to do it. And I was like, yes, this is it. Put pineapple in your burgers. I actually put a poll on Instagram as well to see if I was the only mad one. Surprisingly not. Other people do it as well. But if, like so many people were looking at me on the camp, been like, what the hell? Have you just put pineapple in your burger? And I was like, hell yeah. I also put beetroot in it, which also went really, really well. So I would recommend that. If you've not tried putting pineapple in your burger, I would give it a go. There was other people that I felt like I was force feeding them and I was like, try it, go on, dare you. And believe it or not, they liked it as well. So my lesson to you here is try new things because you don't know if you don't like it, if you don't try it. Everyone was saying, oh, that's disgusting. Why would you put pineapple in your burger? No, try it first before you knock it, okay? Try home workouts before you knock it. The amount of people that are like, oh, I don't like home workouts. And they've not even tried them. Like maybe they've tried a, like a 10 minute, 
HIIT workout from YouTube. That is not what my home workouts are. Mine are strength-based. A few of them are HIIT, yes, but we are building muscle from home. It's very, very different. You need a kettlebell. You need to load your muscles and feel them burn. Yes, it is weirdly addictive. You'll like it. But you don't know if you do, you know, you don't know if you're gonna like it or not until you try it. So it doesn't have to be linked to home workouts. Try something new. Join a new club. Try a different form of workout. Maybe try strength training. Try running if you've never run before. Like give it a chance. You don't know that you don't like it until you've tried it. And actually give it a good go as well. Don't just do it once and then be like, no, that's not for me. Give it a good couple of times because maybe the first time, maybe you set off running too quickly or maybe you chose a naff workout when maybe I wasn't feeling my best that day. Just give it another one a go. You never know and really commit to a program. Commit to six weeks of something and if you still don't like it after the six weeks, then I will give you full permission to stop. That's absolutely fine. And finally, number 10. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I want you to let me know. Possums are not cute. Like, they're just not cute. At all. And I know there's, there's nothing linked to fitness for this one. I'm sorry. There's no analogy that I've thought of for this one, but there's no lesson. I just didn't think they were cute and everyone was going on about how cute they were. And they just weren't. I actually missed out on seeing it the first time because everyone was out drinking and I'd gone to, what was I doing? I was making my reel over near the toilets because that was where the Wi-Fi was, which sounds really, really lame. But again, you've got to commit to something. I've committed to my business. Instead of drinking, I thought, yep, yeah, I'm gonna go make my reel now. And that's okay, but I missed out on seeing a possum. I did end up seeing it later in the week. When I did actually decide, I did choose to go drinking instead um, because it was our last night and it's, it's nice to bond. So choose your indulgences. Yes, here's the link. Even though it's not linked to the possum, it's not linked to the possum at all, but it's linked to the, the, the stories where I saw the possum. So instead of drinking every night, like everyone else in surf camp did, I only drank on one of the nights and it was on our last night when we all went to the beach and it was really nice and we played Never Have Ever. And I felt like I was at uni again, it was great. S slight sarcasm, I don't really like Never Have Ever, but you know, because I'm actually not, I'm quite a boring person. But that's okay too. And accepting yourself is absolutely fine. But yeah, choose your indulgences. So I chose to drink on the last night because it was a nice celebration for everyone to get together, spend a little bit more time getting to know each other. Like it had been a really, really nice week. We'd all bonded really, really well over surfing and over lunch times and sleeping. Like, oh my gosh, we were all knackered all week um so it was really nice to go to the beach for an extra couple of hours with everyone but yeah choose your indulgence if i did that every night i wouldn't have appreciated those drinks as much on the last night and it wouldn't have felt like a celebration like the just choose your indulgences with things like ice cream as well usually on holiday i'd have an ice cream a day while i'm here in sydney i'm limiting myself to one ice cream a week instead of one ice cream a day, which I think is a fantastic idea because I still get my ice cream while I'm on holiday. But if I had one every single day, it wouldn't feel like a treat anymore. So I've limited it. So the more you limit things, 
the more you're going to end up enjoying them. And that applies to everything. Alcohol, chocolate, ice cream, you name it, biscuits. Like, if you limit them, you will appreciate it so much more when you do have them. So choose your indulgence. And you might see a possum. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really enjoyed filming that episode. <laughs> If you learned anything from that and you think one other person that you know will learn from it, please forward it to one other person. Please like, review, subscribe. It really, really helps push the podcast. So I really, really appreciate it. I do read all the comments as well. So thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you in advance for your reviews and comments. And I will love you and leave you guys. See you next week. Thank you so much. Bye.